Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. Welcome, welcome. So glad that you are here. Welcome to everyone who is watching on live or who is listening on the podcast. I'm like literally about two minutes late this morning. I'm sitting here getting ready to do my devotional push live and my dog starts barking at something. I don't know what she's barking at. Who knows? So I had to go grab her a bone so it will entertain her a little bit. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. This is our first week back after Christmas. I hope you all had a great Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Uh, super excited to get back started. Who is excited to get back on track? Like just to get back into routine again, um, have a schedule again, just to kind of like, I don't know, there's something about just getting back onto a routine and a schedule. Do you guys agree? Like, I don't know. It, it's lovely to sleep in and have the lazy days and all that kind of stuff. It's something about just getting up and just having a reason to get dressed and put some makeup on in the morning, right? So over the Christmas holidays, of course I got new mugs. Like, why wouldn't I get new mugs? I got, um, I'm trying to juggle between my hand, all the stuff on my lap. So I got a uh, Christmas gift. Thank you to everybody from my church who just blessed us so graciously uh, over the Christmas season. But uh, one of the families from our church gave me this basket of chocolates and two beautiful mugs. Now it's Belgium chocolate and I have always pronounced it Godiva, but my daughter told me it's actually Godiva. So somebody help me. I don't know. I don't know where the accent goes. But anyways, here's my mug of Godiva, Belgium, 1926. It came with chocolates, yummy, beautiful. Mm, I had some. Okay, let's just talk about chocolate for a minute. How many of us ate like way too much chocolate in this in this holiday season? I don't know about you, but I certainly did. Anyways, that's the mug of the day. Uh, for those who are listening on the podcast and you can't see, it's just a beautiful white, big mug that has the word uh, Godiva, Godiva, I don't know, <laughs> written across it. <laughs> Somebody help me. Where does this go? I don't know. Mm. Anyways, good morning, everyone who is watching. Can you please write your name in the comments? Even though you are a regular watcher, just write your name in the comments and let me know. Uh, that you're there, out there in Facebook world or on the podcast. And don't forget to click the share button after this. Would love to have you just help me share this to everyone. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Okay, we are going to get into the word. I am using my super ancient Bible today. You can see it's it's pretty demolished. I left my Bible, my regular Bible, in my office. And so I'm using my very ancient, old, falling apart uh, one that I have. So we're going to go to Acts chapter 16 today, and we're going to talk about Paul and Silas who were imprisoned. They were actually imprisoned for sharing the gospel. Um, that was the time of what was happening in their world at the time persecution was happening. And so we're going to talk about this. It's, it's a pretty familiar story. Um, but just, um, let's just look at that. Acts 16 
And we're going to start at verse 22. And I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit of the verse. So as we know, Paul and Silas, they were being uh, persecuted for their faith. They were sharing the gospel. And it says that they were, uh, the crowd joined in attacking Paul and Silas. And the magistrates ordered that they would be stripped of their clothing and they would be flogged. Now, if you know what flogging is, it's horrible. Um, they would have like sticks that had strips of leather with either like nails or glass or something on the end and and literally ripping the skin so they were tortured in essence and then it says that they were put into jail now again i i know i've talked about this before but they were put in the inner cell which is like one of the most horrible jail cells that you can just dirty and filthy anyways what i want to get to the point is these guys have just been horribly beaten horribly tortured and now they're put in jail and it says in verse 25 about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them so I just want to focus on that part just for a second because when we read on to verse 26 we see that while they're praising while they're praying while they're singing praises to God it says suddenly there was a violent earthquake and the foundations of the prison were shaken and we find out after as we read on that the prison cells were literally shaken open and they were able to escape out now there's more to this story but i what i want to focus on and i encourage you to read the whole story but what i want to focus on today is the fact that in the midst of their trials and their horrible situation they are praying and worshiping and praising god they have just been beaten like horribly can you imagine strips of leather with like glass or or nails or something being like literally chunked into your back and ripped out I mean it is really a horrible horrible thing to have to go through and then on top of that being thrown into a prison that would be just disgusting smell urine feces like just horrible with open wounds I mean this like this if there is ever a bad situation like some of us have gone through trials tribulations but I'm, i don't know how many of us have gone through something like this and in the midst of this they are worshiping and praising god here's what we need to remember <coughs> pardon me i'm gonna have a little cough here for a second let me just grab a sip of coffee what we need to remember is that we get to read the end of the story we know when we read this story that in the next verse, which we don't know what the time frame could have been. It could have been an hour. It could have been three hours. It could, you know, we don't know. But we know in the next verse that God comes through, brings a miracle, and the chains are broken off, and they are able to come out of jail. We know the end of the story. But they didn't know that a miracle was coming. They, they maybe didn't even expect a miracle you know like they weren't going into this situation thinking we're going to pray and we're going to believe that God's going to do something miraculous and he's going to break the chains that they probably wasn't even in their thought they're probably literally thinking like oh my goodness my back is killing me my skin is ripped off I'm you know in this disgusting dirty jail cell now and I was praising I was speaking God's word telling people about the gospel and here I am 
And instead of them having a pity party and being like, seriously, God, like we're doing this for you. Why is this happening to us? Instead of going to that point and place in their lives, they start to praise and worship God in the midst. Oh my goodness. Are you hearing me today in the midst of their situation? Not knowing that there was going to be a miracle. They didn't know the end of the story. They are praising and worshiping God. Now, they're not complaining. They're not, you know, woe is me. They are literally in the midst of their situation. So I've got here, they are still declaring the goodness of God, even in a horrible situation. They're not complaining, you know, and they also, I want you to get that they are singing so loudly that the other prisoners are listening. So think about our lives and in the midst of us going through difficult situations and trials and, and that kind of stuff, are we complete? What are the other people around us seeing? What are they hearing? What's come out in, coming out of our mouths? What are we posting? onto social media? What are we expressing to the world? And what does it come out sounding like? This kills me because I think they are in the most horrific situation and they are worshiping and praising God. And in the midst of them worshiping and praising God, they're, they're doing this for themselves. It's changing the atmosphere of those around them. Okay? Like, the prisoner, scripture tells us, were listening and hearing. So instead of these two guys coming in who have just been professing Jesus and talking about Jesus and telling, you know, being brought in here, and instead of them sitting there and complaining and going like, yeah, look where we are, where the prisoners would hear, be hearing complaining, they are actually hearing God, God's goodness as they're worshiping and praising the Lord in the midst, like changing the atmosphere of what was going on around them. This past week, I posted a video talking about uh, Matthew 6, 21. And it says, where your treasure is, is where your heart is. And when I look at these two guys, their treasure in their heart was 100% God and Jesus and their relationship in him and their faith in him. Not knowing that in the, that God's going to do a miracle in the midst of the yuck, their treasure was still in God. And that's what, you know, what is inside of you in, in difficult situations, what is inside of you when you are tested, whatever is actually inside of you will come out. Okay. So if your relationship with God is strong, if you are embedded in Jesus, when you go through trials and tribulations, what is going to come out is in the midst of the situation, goodness is going to come out. Peace is going to come out. Uh, you know, praises are going to come out. Prayers are going to come out versus, you know, posting on social media. Oh my goodness, everybody hates me and nobody talks to me. And, uh, you know, like I'm going through a tor terrible situation and this is my life. You know, it wasn't that. What came out was praises and worshiping to God. What is inside of you is what will come out in those difficult moments. And for Paul and Silas, praising and worshiping came out. They didn't know the miracle was going to happen. And all kinds of awesome other things happened after this, and you can continue on reading it. But what I want to focus on today 
is that they literally changed their atmosphere in the moment of a difficult situation because they didn't know the end of the story. They didn't know if God was going to come through or maybe they were going to literally be in that jail cell until they died. They didn't know. So even in the midst of that, they chose to worship and praise God. And while they did that, they were an example of Jesus Christ to all of those other prisoners. They heard the gospel. Isn't it crazy? I want to challenge you today on this. What is like, what does your life look like? What is the atmosphere of your life look like when you're going through trials and tribulations? Yes, we all go through difficult times and some may be worse than others and some may be more like, but I'm not negating the fact that you go through different. Some of us are, are lonely. Some of us have prayers that haven't been answered. Some of us are going through grief. Some of us are going through um, financial situations. But what are we doing in the midst of that? What are we... Um, expressing what does our life look like and how are we portraying the goodness of God and his faithfulness to us are we sharing it with others do they see that in us is it legit is it real or is it us faking and putting on facade because people can see through that too what's inside of you will come out Is it Jesus inside of you? I want to challenge you. I know we're still in the beginning of the first week of 2024. And I really just want to challenge you through this next year to make a dedication to make sure that it's Jesus 100% inside of you. So what does that look like for you? Getting into the word, getting into community of fellow believers, making going to church a priority, okay? Not about being in the church building, but being in the presence of God with fellow believers, encouraging one another, loving on one another. Make that a commitment for yourself this year. Make it so that you spend time daily with God so that what is inside of you will come out. I pray that this encourages you and challenges you today. Worship in the midst of trials, even when you don't know the end of the story. Let's take some time to pray this morning. God, I just thank you for my friends who are watching today. And Lord, I pray that for 2024, we would make the commitment to really fill our hearts and our lives and our minds with you so that when we go through trials and tribulations, Lord God, that we would be a reflection of who you are. Lord, help us to be the best example and ambassadors for you, I pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thanks everyone for watching. I'm gonna press send on this and I encourage you to click that share button afterwards. Let's get this message out to as many people as we can. Have an amazing, an amazing day. And I encourage you to write in the comments today, I will choose to follow Christ. Can you do that for me today? God bless everyone. Have an amazing week and we'll see you hopefully if you can come on out to Cedarview Church, 10.30 a.m. We would love to see you then. God bless everyone. Bye.